Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. American Ground Radio, where we're following the science so closely. One day, science is going to call the cops or the CIA or those other guys. Put them on the watch list. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Avalone. You just thought Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats made it difficult for folks to protest in Washington, D.C. when they put up all of that fencing all around the United States Capitol. They capital. brought in the National Guard. They had National Guardsmen sleeping in oil slicks in a garage. Well, now Canada can say to the United States, yeah. hold my beer. Hey, hold my beer, hoser. No, exactly. Right. Because now... They have established, this is in Canada, in Ottawa, mm-hmm. 100 checkpoints. 100 checkpoints that are policed mm-hmm. or that are by armed officers now, that is now making it unlawful for you to protest against the Canadian government. I'll tell you what, the East Germans would be proud of that. No checkpoints shutting down on uh, dissent against the government. That is how you run a socialist utopia, buddy. So 100 police checkpoints have been established, and you basically can't go into these sequestered areas mm-hmm. without having some lawful cause and that lawful cause will be determined by yes the police right because protest is a lawful cause in democracies it was in canada until justin trudeau went all dictator this last week so the interim police chief of ottawa Mm -hmm. he said look right because remember the main the existing police chief resigned exactly when he was told to do this crap he stepped down. Exactly. Well, now the interim police chief, the guy, the number two guy now, mm-hmm. who yeah. stepped into number one. Mm-hmm. Well, let me. But by the way, I think he stepped more into number two. Exactly. Well, now he says that the citizens of Ottawa are sick of the protesters, which, by the way, mm-hmm. are their fellow Canadians. Right. But take a listen to what he had to say. We've been bolstering our resources, developing clear plans, and preparing to take action. The action is imminent. We are prepared to employ lawful techniques to remove the unlawful protesters from our streets. In furtherance of our efforts to bring our city back to a state of normalcy, we've introduced a secured area. The secured area includes almost 100 checkpoints that will have police presence to ensure that those seeking entry to that secure area for a unlawful reason, such as joining a protest, cannot enter the downtown core. We absolutely are committed to end this unlawful demonstration. We have the plan, we have the commitment, we have the resources, and we have the amazing partnership of all policing partners to make sure that this unlawful demonstration comes to an end. 
I implore anyone that's there, get in your truck. We will uh, navigate safe passage for you to leave our city streets. We want this to end, this demonstration to end peacefully. This is, it's time to go. You, your time in our city has come to an end and you must leave. I can tell you it will be a very different picture in the downtown core this weekend than it has been from the previous three weekends. And the skull cracking will commence shortly. And, and notice he, he declared protests unlawful he says it's an unlawful demonstration what makes it unlawful the fact that it's a demonstration this is not how a free society works and canada used to be a free society it is not anymore when you just get to declare peaceful protest is now illegal and therefore joining a peaceful protest makes you a criminal and, and we're not saying mostly no, no, peaceful, no. like the riots from okay. BLM and Antifa. This is not the same thing. Right, right. These are simply people just staying there. But the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which yes. is similar to our constitution, constitution right. guarantees Canadians mm -hmm. freedom of expression and freedom of peaceful assembly. They have peacefully assembled in Ottawa. Take a listen to a lawyer who better explains mm -hmm. this right that Canadians have. Hi there, I'm uh, legal counsel to the not-for-profit Freedom Convoy. Uh, the federal government released a new pro proclamation last night under the Emergencies Act and the legal wording of it is clear. It doesn't say what the police are telling you it says. It clearly, the legal proclamation that was issued by the federal government continues to allow for peaceful protests. It allows for peaceful assembly. It allows for Canadians who are concerned about their charter rights and who want to bring their children to participate in the restoration of their future rights to come to Ottawa. The order says that you can only not come to Ottawa if you're going to disrupt international trade, disrupt um, critical infrastructure, or engage in acts of violence. No one involved in this freedom movement, none of the truckers, support any of those things. So if you're thinking about doing those things, don't come and give your head a shake. We're about peaceful protest. But see, Canada has outlawed peaceful protest even if you're not interfering. With international trade. With international trade. And yeah. now the police are preparing. I mean, they're basically getting ready to haul away any protesters in the city of Ottawa. Take a listen. However... What we can see on the ground here is the police look to be gearing up. It looks like the federal government is going to tell the police to go and use violence against lawful protesters. And one way to stop that from happening is Canadians who are concerned about their rights and government overreach to come to Ottawa as soon as you can get here and stand with the truckers. They are planning on using violence. That's what the police chief was saying. Right. He said this weekend's going to be very different. We're going to move in. We want this to be peaceful. But look, but if you see, guys continue to stand there peacefully, we're going to have to beat the crap out of you. But I think the distinction here is that even if you're not interfering with international trade right. or international commerce, right. and I think that's the distinction here. Yeah. I think a lot of people say, well, you know, I wouldn't want truckers you know, blockading my city streets. Right, but either. I wouldn't want the government trampling on their rights to decide what gets put into their body or not. I understand, but to the extent that it is illegal, mm -hmm. then those truckers should be held right. 
to account. Right. If they're, I mean, in all fairness, if they're looting, if they're rioting, because, if they're right. hurting anybody, if they're if they're going in and beating people up, if they're no, but, pushing reporters down. But if it's illegal to basically block city streets, okay, they ought to be held accountable. But that is not exactly what is happening. It's not. They're not blockading the streets. Emergency vehicles they still can get around. Protesting. This is not like the Chaz Chop thing in Seattle, which the, the press cheered. I understand, but the edict uh-huh. that is coming down from the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, yes. is that even if you want to peacefully protest on the yeah. sidewalk. Right, he's going to take that right away from you. Because there's a hundred checkpoints now mm-hmm. yeah. in downtown Ottawa. That's going to prevent you from being able to go peacefully protest. Now let me ask you something. How is this altogether different that when the United States mm-hmm. Department of Homeland Security mm-hmm. has declared that any false or misleading narratives mm-hmm. and conspiracy theories are considered domestic threat actors. It's not. Those that are that are sharing that information it's, are it's domestic. It's no different. It's basically they're still censoring you. It's no different. They're bo- in both cases, the federal government is violating the foundational charter the original law, the the fundamental law of that country, and in the process, they are taking rights away from people, rights that the government should be protecting, not destroying. And that's why it is important that we stand together with our brothers and sisters in Canada and for free people everywhere. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. Well, 19 police officers in Austin, Texas, have been indicted for assault with a deadly weapon because of actions they took during the violent protests that erupted in 2020. Austin DA Jose Garza announced that a grand jury handed down the indictments on Thursday. This is the highest number of indictments in a single police department against officers stemming from those nationwide riots. Austin Police Association President Ken Cassidy said afterwards, D.A. Garza ran on a platform to indict police officers and has not missed the opportunity to ruin the lives and careers simply to fulfill a campaign promise. If convicted, the officers could spend up to life in prison. You know, but I think this is a little misleading because the indictments are actually surrounding the bean bags mm-hmm. and the rubber bullets that were fired by the police officers, mm-hmm. which the legal representatives for the officers and members of the police union say those bean bag rounds were defective and the police department they were aware of the issue so this may be a product issue mm-hmm. and not necessarily not the a police issue. conduct issue second thing you need to know before tomorrow washington state and new mexico are lifting their indoor mask mandate finally as of march 21st people won't be required to wear the useless facial coverings in washington state anymore and in new mexico the mask mandate was dropped effective immediately that means hawaii is the only state left with the mask mandate still in effect well i mean even the cdc has mm-hmm. hinted yeah i mean of course they're going to be the absolute last department or agency or government right. entity whatsoever that's going to say you don't need to wear a mask. Well, because the CDC never has to face the voters. But they they also have hinted at they will be revising their mask mandate ruling. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, Governor Asia Hutchinson in Arkansas announced that state employees there would receive an across-the-board raise of 2%. He said the raise was to cover a host of living increases, the cost of living increases. However, inflation has increased more than 7 so a 2% increase is still 5% short of covering those rising costs. This is the first cost of living increase for executive branch employees in 10 years. You know, I'd just say, generally speaking, 
across-the-board pay raises mm-hmm. are a bad idea. You're rewarding mediocrity because the, the good performers, mm-hmm. uh, they're not making any more out of this or getting any more out of this increase than the poor performers. The problem is we should have been doing merit raises over the last 10 years. Exactly. Coming up next, we're talking with the American Mama. Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Abalone. You know, it has been a year and a day since God above called his servant and his talent on loan back home. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh kept saying he was he had talent on loan from God, and yeah, God God took some of that back. Sure. Well, I mean, he uh, called his faithful servant as he'll do for everyone exactly his last broadcast rush's last broadcast was december 23rd 2020 and here's a brief excerpt of that broadcast my point in all of this today is gratitude my my point in everything today that i share with you about this is to say thanks and to tell everybody involved how much i love you from the bottom of a sizable and growing and still beating heart. I wasn't expected to be alive today. You have an expiration date. A lot of people never get told that, and so they they um, don't face life this way. I've learned what love really is during this. You know, and that just brings back such a rush, no pun intended, mm-hmm. of memories. They just keep flooding back, having listened to him for all of these years. Right, yeah. And, you know, there are many people, including Newt Gingrich, who do not believe that the Republicans would have been able to take control of Congress back in 1994, I believe. Mm-hmm. 19, yeah, it was 94. That was a contract with America. Had Rush Limbaugh not been on the air. I agree. And he wasn't actually back then. He wasn't just on air on radio. He was actually on air on television as well. He had a, a short lived uh, TV show. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but I do think that that was he was very instrumental in getting Republicans elected. And and I think Rush is smiling down on the Americans who uh, are launching the people's convoy, uh, as well as uh, those uh, Canadians holding for holding firm with their freedom right. convoy and every american man and woman who is standing up for their rights in what is arguably a very dark and uncertain time in our nation's history and i think i know so actually he would be reminding us that there is hope that all is not lost Yes, and he would also be railing against the incompetence coming oh, out of this White Lord. House. Can you can you just imagine? Because this is the most incompetent White House that existed in Rush Limbaugh's lifetime, and he he's been through several bad ones. Anyway, just a, a tribute to Rush, a very small tribute for a trailblazer. We got a question for our American mamas, dear mamas. Why doesn't this generation value the older generations like at all? Well, let's ask our American mamas. Mama, mama. And joining us now, our American mama, Denise Arthur Terranetteville, will be back later on. Uh, I know 
you personally, this is this is something that's really important to you because you had such reverence for your grandparents. Oh yes, for sure. Right, Both like side, yeah. you felt like you learned so much from them. You got so much from them. Mm-hmm. It's such an important part of who you are today. Well, because when I was a kid, you spent a lot of time with your grandparents. Now I don't think kids spend a lot of time with their grandparents, either because of distance or because they're too busy. I don't think it's like at the center of everything like it used to be. Like when I was growing up, every Sunday, every Sunday, without fail, we were at my dad's parents after church. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. And see, that was a little different for me growing up. I grew up in the military, so we we were half the country across. And so, yeah, I would would go a a year or two without seeing grandparents sometimes. So how did you, back then, how did you stay? Like, did you talk to them on the phone? Did you write letters? Actually, both. Uh, there were some there were some letters and there were some talking. See, that's to a whole other art that's gone to right. letter writing. Yeah, there's a lot of information in letters, a lot of knowledge. You know, I, I think people are just too busy, and it's not just kids; it's their parents. Their parents right. don't even stay in touch with well, their parents like you used to. I didn't call my grandparents. My parents called my grandparents, mm-hmm. and I was on. I was then. Hey, Stephen, come talk to your grandparents. And they probably called them like on the same day every week, like a regular basis. Actually, yes, it was. See, yeah, but not week. now, not now. People don't do that, Stephen. They're too busy. So why do you think that is? Because we do have a generation right now where the the popular thing online is okay, boomer, as if calling someone over the age of 65 is an insult. (laughs) Okay, boomer. Well, because you know what? There's a whole generation out there that think that they're so much smarter than, and I'm not, I almost say us because I'm almost 60, but that definitely think they're smarter than their grandparents. They think they know more. Well, they then they probably do. Mm-hmm. They probably are more book smart than their grandparents. But let me tell you something. The more you see, the smarter you are. And the longer you live, the more you see, the smarter you are. So, I mean, like, even now I feel like, I mean, I know things just because I've lived through things since I was a child. There's been things that have happened in this country. You know, the hostages in Iran. I mean, those are things that stick out to me when I was, you know, in high school, things that happened. Um, and I can, you know, remember Watergate. So there's just a lot of things. But for, for our grandparents, they know the hardest of times. They lived through the Great Depression. They 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 served in wars. Mm-hmm. They and I don't mean and back then you didn't have um, you didn't have the things that our military has now. It, right. We we certainly had. I mean, uh, it was like boxing without gloves. Well, it was a much higher casualty rate. Right. In, right. In the older wars, it, it, and even when you had a, a wound back then, it was more likely to be fatal than a wound nowadays has been, simply because right. of, of technology. Well, it, and it, it's what, you know, you can learn so much from them because they know, and look, they're, they are, my grandparents were, they could survive anything. I mean, you know, they, and I think that's part of the reason why they were so self-sufficient. I mean, they grew their own vegetables. I mean, they canned and they did all those things because they enjoyed them. But at the same token, if the rest of us would have fell flat on our face because, you know, there's nothing on the shelves at the grocery store anymore, how are you going to survive? You're not, you're not going to make it. And you know, you don't know about, you don't, my grandparents knew about rations. You don't know, we don't know about rations. I don't know about rations. Mm. I mean, we're not, 
it, it is not just that because you know at some point in time we had sold a house and we moved down to the farm and lived in the guest house which funny enough we're back in now because we're redoing <laughs> the other house so we kind of came full circle but we had nicholas with us you know during that time he was probably seven when we moved out there and i'm going to tell you those are some of the best years of his life like he would get out in that yard and he'd walk that garden with my granddaddy and you know he learned how to drive a tractor when he was really young i mean those are just things you don't forget it's knowledge some there are some things you cannot learn in books but you can darn sure learn it from people well you sure you can't learn it on the internet no because a lot of learning now is done online and your professor's not your professor will never teach you this was my listen this was in my grandmother's eulogy your professor's never going to teach you the difference between want and need and everybody in this country right now should know the difference between want and need because it looks like we're going we're coming down to that to a time when that's going to be important that's focusing right. on what it is you actually need yeah it's not, not going to be nails and eyelashes and and extensions and four-wheelers and new golf it's not going to be any of that because those are all wants they're not needs so you better figure out what your wants and needs are so you can start preparing yourself because a roast is fifty dollars <laughs> <laughs> And, just say it and maybe to to learn some of that it's a good time to go talk to your grandparents well you know and i'll tell you something else about grandparents you won't always agree with them mm-hmm. but if you were raised right and you have the right kind of relationship with them that's a time in your life when you learn how to agree to disagree out of respect mm, really good if you'd like to ask our american mamas a question go to our website americangroundradio.com slash mamas and click on the ask the mamas button terry netterfield will be back denise arthur thank you so much thank you well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. We'll be right back. Stick around. Keep your ear to the ground. American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. I mean, what is it with the left and their aversion to law and order? Except when it comes to their own personal. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lives, their their families, it's their a, property. It's a little sociopathic, frankly, because a sociopath is someone who doesn't care about the suffering of others, but is acutely aware of the suffering of themselves. So if you don't care about the safety and security of other people, a law and order for other people, but you're like, I've got to have mine. Like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that's or Nancy a, Pelosi. That's pretty sociopathic behavior. I mean, they're guarded yeah. by, you know. Armed guards. Armed guards, right? wherever. Well, not necessarily wherever they go, but certainly in, in many certain places. situations. Yeah. Did you hear about this guy in California? He was arrested three times. This is just another example of this Failed policy of no bail, uh-huh. zero dollar oh, bail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out in Los Angeles County, a guy is arrested three times mm-hmm. in one day, three times in one day after being freed under that county's zero dollar 
bail policy. It's like Los Angeles looked at the chaos that was happening in, in New York City and said, hold my crack pipe. Crime in this country, in certain places, certainly mm-hmm. more blue-dominated yeah. places, communities. Right. I mean, crime is just out of hand. Take a listen to this Seattle shoe business owner about how she has to protect her inventory. But break-ins and brazen thieves forced her to make the change. And for a while, she only let customers try on one shoe. That's the only way to protect my inventory. To, to only let people trying to come in and buy shoes, you can only try on one. This is an immigrant family. She's a first-generation American. Wow. They have had this shoe store for decades. Now, she's closing it. She's closing it because she can't protect from her inventory. From robbers and looters and, and thieves. Here's a this is a this next clip is from a liquor store owner mm-hmm. in New York City. So bad he's now securing expensive bottles to shelves with zip ties. Down and we tie it up and connect it to the to the little to the shelf here. And now the owner does double duty as security. When he spots a thief, I have to lock the door until I take back what they got from me. So he's taking the liquor. The liquor bottles, right. the wine bottles, whatever it is. He's zip-tying it to the, shelves. to the shelves. And that still won't stop it. Somebody's still going to try and steal something, and so he stands by the door and locks the door before they I mean, get out. I mean, it's just, it's utter chaos. I mean, here is a man, I mean, somebody's father, yeah. uh, uh, someone's husband, no and, doubt, and he is putting his life, he's putting his life on the line every day in these blue communities that don't value law and order that have these zero dollar bail policies just like joe biden believes in america last the left believes that the criminals should have more rights than the crime victims well you know what you know what yeah he's winning on that one right now is he let's dig deep working in a coal mine going down 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 working in a coal mine about to step down We talked earlier this week about internal polling in the Democrat Party that shows Republican, and they they phrase it this way, culture war attacks are surprisingly effective. That's what the Democrats polling said. Okay, and I get that, Uh but why accept their nomenclature here with respect Uh, to that it's a culture war? How about it's just a war of good ideas that work versus failed well, ideas that don't work every time they're practiced. Okay, but culture counts, right? Some societies... I know, but how would you define culture? I, I think of it, pop it, culture when I think of... I don't. It's it's the norms and standards and practices and acceptable behaviors within a culture. Okay, okay. so a little more sophisticated way of looking at it yeah. than just pop culture. Yeah, it's not pop culture. This is This is how we are and who we are. Okay, Okay. So the question is, why is it that these so-called Republican attacks, which actually aren't attacks, they're actually counterattacks? Wait, they're They're defensives? How about they are better ideas? Uh, Well, that's the the key. The reason why the Republicans are doing a a better job isn't because they're doing a better job of communicating. That's what the Democrat pollster said, was we need to do a better job of communicating. It's not a communications problem. It's because people know what the Democrats are trying to do, and on a wide variety of fronts, they simply don't support the left's agenda. Yeah, I don't, again, I reject the fact that this is about communication or this is about marketing. It's about whether this is a good idea 
or not. Right. Whether the, the Republicans right. were saying what they're saying or uh-huh. not, there's certain things in this world that work a certain way. Look, New Coke was not good. It no matter no matter how well you advertised and marketed, marketed it, etc. It was awful, right? Okay. So Indeed. let's take let's take an obvious example here of the culture wars. Okay. All right. All right. Republicans are passing abortion restrictions in state after state. In Florida, the Florida House this week passed a ban a bill that would ban abortion after 15 weeks that bill is now headed to the senate so florida is a state that has a history of being a swing state why would republicans feel emboldened to restrict abortions in what has been a very evenly divided state because the people are actually in favor of this legislation a new poll out earlier this year shows 71 percent of americans think abortions should be restricted especially after the first trimester. Well, 15 weeks is about the end of the first trimester. In the case of abortion, Republicans are winning this culture battle not because they have a great marketing campaign on it, but because they are simply doing what most Americans actually want. The leftist position that abortion should be legal up until moments right after natural birth sounds like murder to most people. And, you know... And at the same time, America is center-right. Yes. I think, though, what we're also seeing, it's not so much that Americans have changed their views on these issues that we're we're talking about culture. Yeah. I believe that the media Uh has been diminished so significantly that they are having absolutely a minimal effect on swaying the american people in one direction or the other on any of these issues and that people are making up their own minds well the left it's the left that has changed its position on things 30 years ago critical race theory was not a thing okay critical race the left was saying we all need to be united we all need to come together now the left says if you're one type of skin color you're an oppressor if you're another type of skin color you're a victim and we need to keep everybody separated well no that's true and the democrats certainly have moved further further and further to the left left. and i think for many i guess yellow dog democrats Uh uh-huh the Democrat Party, the Democrat Party leadership yeah. left them. They That's didn't right. leave the party. The left is losing badly on critical race issues, not because they don't have good branding on it. In fact, the idea of critical race theory is so disturbing to most Americans that the left's first defense of it is to simply say it doesn't exist. You're teaching critical race theory to our kids. They don't go, well, we should be teaching critical race theory. They go, no, we're not. Right. That lets you know it's a bad idea. Well, the left, again, the left is all they're left with right now is shaming, right? Shaming and censorship and silencing fellow Americans. They, they can't so persuade you because there's no argument for some of these policies of the southern border, our energy uh, policy in this country. So they're, they're losing right, right. the issue and they say our problem is bad marketing. So their solution is shaming which is not good marketing. It actually creates more of a problem. But the right isn't winning because the right's a bunch of marketing geniuses right now. The right is winning on issue after issue simply because the right is right. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's it in a nutshell. Coming up next, we've got a bright spot for you. Actually, it's Fake News Friday. How about that? We'll be right back. You're listening to American Ground Radio, where freedom grows, with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. 
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Lewis R. Abalone. I think why folks are saying the Republicans are winning the so-called culture war, mm-hmm. and again, I, I reject the fact that it's a war whatsoever. Okay. It's just... It's a debate. It's a competition for ideas. Right. You, so if we're... The best go- ideas should win in, in, a, in the marketplace of ideas. The best ideas should win. Thomas Jefferson said, I can never fear that things will go far wrong where common sense has fair play. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, nothing astonishes people as much as common sense and plain dealing. I think that's what's going on in this country. This is why common sense, Mm -hmm. and and I'm not going to go to... There are two genders, not 72. That's common sense. I understand. So I don't know that there's a culture war out there. It's a resurgence of common sense. And that is what is, I think, building in popularity. Mm. And and common sense is one of those, I don't know, lessons that can be learned without the actual experience part, right? You don't have to actually experience it, but it has to be taught to you. I mean, how many times have you heard grown-ups say, you know, my mama always told mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, my grandma always said. Right. That's common sense. It, you know what? Our country was built on it. It's why the Declaration of Independence keeps talking about self-evident truths. That's common sense right there. It's time now for Fake News Friday. You are fake news. So here's how we play our little game. I'm going to read you a headline. You tell me whether it's real news, fake news, or really fake news. Real news, it was published and it was true. Not true. No, no, it was it true. It was true. Yeah, real true. That's I real got news. you. Yeah, it's fake first news. Time. Fake news, it was published and it was not true. Gotcha. And really fake news. You just made it up. Okay. Okay, I got this. First one. The energy department is too busy dealing with the climate crisis to be able to respond to questions about energy secretary Jennifer Granholm's ethical lapses. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's real news. Ooh, that's not real news. Well, they said they were too busy. Yeah, but are they actually too busy with the climate crisis? Well, I what mean, climate crisis. Well, they're they're busy. They weren't too busy turning our energy security over yeah. to OPEC. Yeah, they weren't too busy, but it's uh, that they did tell that to the Washington Free Beacon. Uh, it, by the way, Granholm failed to properly disclose her stock transactions in renewable car battery manufacturer Proterra, which was worth about $1.6 million while she was overseeing giving Proterra tens of millions in government contracts. Well, when are they going to get around to Pelosi and Mr. Pelosi? Next one, allowing ice fishing could lead to prostitution. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? Oh, of course, it's fake news. That's fake news, but the mayor of Hudson, Ohio, said it ultimately. Wait that- a minute, ice? fishing uh, yeah if we have ice fishing that'll lead to prostitution how uh, on the on the ice i guess i don't know anyway he was forced to leave office after saying that justin trudeau complained this week that he's having a hard time training the royal canadian mounted police how to goose step real news fake news or really fake news that's really fake news. you yeah. just made that up that's the babylon b right there next one the word freedom is a right-wing dog whistle real news fake news or really fake news well of course that's fake news yeah that came from the cbc during the Super Bowl halftime show, Eminem took a knee as an homage to Tim Tebow and then held up a sign demanding the NFL let Tebow back into the league. Real news, <laughs> fake news, really fake news. You just made that one up. That's the Babylon Bee again. 
Next one. Donald Trump made up the story about Hillary Clinton's campaign spying on him. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? Well, of course it's fake news. That's fake news. Hillary keeps saying it, and people keep publishing it, though. The RNC claims that the riot at the Capitol last January was, quote, legitimate political discourse. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? The RNC said it was says that the, the riot was legitimate political discourse. Real That's news? real news. Mm, that is not real news. They said there were people at the Capitol who were engaged in legitimate political discourse. Okay, I, I get Then I, but they, I got that right. But they did not say that the riot was legitimate political discourse. You didn't use the word riot. I did you too. protest. I said the RNC right, claims we'll the riot. The, okay, we'll run the tape back later. Okay, next one. Tulane University in Louisiana hosted an event this week called Sex Week that included various sex-themed sex games, exhibits, including one called a Genital Diversity Gallery that featured photos of various people's genitals, some of which had been surgically altered. Real news, fake news, really fake news. Uh, unfortunately, uh-huh. that is real news. That's real news. A state employee in Georgia is accused of wearing a fake stomach and faking her pregnancy so that she could get seven weeks of paid time <laughs> off. Real news, fake news, really fake news. I'm, I'm laughing because uh-huh. it's like, really? Yeah. That's real news. That's real news. <laughs> Real news. Uh, I believe a 43-year-old woman did that. Next one, the CDC changed the childhood development markers for young children this week, saying they should now be speaking 50 words six months later than the previous guidelines. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That is perhaps mm-hmm. the worst news mm-hmm. of this week, and no one is covering it. It's That's real, real news. news, yeah. Uh, basically, they say from they used to expect two-year-olds to do that. Now they expect them at two years and six months to be able to do that, and it's because of the mass. But they didn't tell anybody that that's why they were. They just changed the expectations. I mean, you're talking about an entire generation, entire generation. of Americans that may never catch up. Lisa Simpson accused Apple of culturally appropriating her skin tone with its yellow emojis. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's got to be. You just made that one up. That's the Babylon Bee. Okay. Okay. Like, wow. Yeah. And the last one, Clarence Thomas writes like a white guy. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? <laughs> That, that's fake news. That's fake news. There was a how crit- racist is that? How racist, right? There was a critique of him that he's a, he writes like a white guy. But what does he talk like a white guy a, too? I mean, whatever that is. Apparently. That's Anyways, just, that's just horrible. That's how uh, we play our game. Let us know what score you got. You can always go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com. Just send us a note. Uh, There's now wagering. Yeah, it's like that uh, Wordle thing that's going around. It's very popular. We'll be right back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis Sar Avalone. Now, one of the greatest human rights abusers in the entire world is China. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with Currently, this? Currently, yes. Would you agree with this? Yeah. How rich is it then that their foreign minister demanded that the United States end systemic racial discrimination and not only to end what they are referring to as systemic racism right but to do some soul searching see this is you americans yeah y'all need to do some soul searching right it's okay to put the uyghurs in concentration camps because those people really are dirty lesser than humans but you guys see this is the problem that the left does by by mischaracterizing what America is all about. They give fuel to our enemies. And make no mistake about it, China is not a friend of the United States of America. No, they've even published a report on human rights violations 
of the United States. Of course they did, because uh, like everybody on the left, they are the party of projection. So this report, this human rights report, uh, prominently featured the case of George Floyd Mm -hmm. uh, and other, I guess, police brutality cases. Uh, You know what? Whoa. When I say whoa, I mean whoa. Sackett's Harbor had a problem. The small community in New York State didn't have enough emergency medical technicians. You see, the town relies on volunteers for its emergency services. And during the pandemic lockdowns, most of their older volunteers just weren't able to do the job anymore. Well, that's when some local teenagers decided to step up. You see, New York allows kids as young as 17 to become ENTs, and you can even be an assistant younger than that. Oh, wow. So a group of high school students decided to volunteer. Nine teenagers took the required training and began going out on calls. Dalton Hardison told CBS News, quote, we went from not even having our licenses to saving people's lives. That is really good news, especially about young people. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.